Welcome back to Primetime Kansas City. On today's episode, we will preview NFL Week 5, go over our picks, our bets of the week. Uh, recap, Chiefs Week 4, they kicked Tom Brady's ass. Uh, great week, great week for us in that department. Uh, one of the biggest weeks of the season to kick his ass. Felt great. Um, yeah, and we'll just you know get into other stuff. We'll probably talk about Mizzou's uh, near upset over number one Georgia and what we think about them going forward. But let's go ahead and start it off with Chiefs versus Buccaneers. Chiefs 41, Bucks 31. Whoever wants to take it away, what was your overall impression? Woo! That was my overall impression. Uh, and that's kind of a stupid way of putting it, but that was fun. Um, I, I never has felt so good to be wrong. All three of us picked the Buccaneers, did we not? Um, we did. And I talked a lot of shit on the Chiefs in the week leading up to it. Mainly, everyone on the offensive line, um, I was very negative about their prospects coming into this game. Um, mainly because all I heard going into the Colts game was about how bad their D-line is, and we proceeded to run the ball terribly and basically let Mahomes get pressured on zero blitz plays against them. Uh, could not have been more of the opposite this week. That was a dominant performance from top to bottom, especially from the Chiefs. I guess I will say the Chiefs' offense and defense, pretty much perfect performances. I can't complain about any aspect of either side of the ball. Uh, we kept the special teams clean, and that is why we were able to beat one of the best teams in the NFL after we lost to one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, it was a good win for the Chiefs. Came out strong on the first play with that fumble recovery for the touch, or not for the touchdown, but it set us up for a touchdown. And I think that was something we needed to see after last week's miscues with the special team. When you look at it, Mahomes played great, yeah. had a really good game, but there was someone I really want to talk about this year, and I, I, I think it's time to admit it. Clyde's playing well. Okay. Let's calm down. Let's. Yes. Clyde had a turnover. He but had a turnover. turnover. He dropped that easy ass pass, and that's like what people are gonna remember. But I mean, look, is he playing better than he had been playing here? Sure, you can yeah. say that. But there's still plays, man, that I look at Clyde and I'm like, this is not a starting running back. In I'll game. say this: I think when we look at Isaiah Pacheco, he's only making Clyde gets more worried for his job. So I think Clyde's trying really hard. I like what they talked about on Sunday Night Football with that. Well, look, yeah. yeah, the Chiefs as a team ran as ran for 189 yards on Sunday night. Um, Pacheco had 63 of those. So it's a running back by committee right now, for sure. Um, and it seems to be a one-two punch between Pacheco and Clyde for, at, at the moment. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm still, I've still got my reservations on Clyde. I, I still need to see more. I, I think that the way that we're working with our running backs right now is – beneficial in a number of ways i i really like the the, the one-two punch type of thing we have going for one look a lot of teams have one running back that takes all their load um and that that totally leads to injuries. sorry yeah i saw where i went with that <laughs> carries the entire load for their running game um and, and you know when you can split it up i think that keeps everyone fresh keeps people healthy um the other thing is they're stylistically different running backs Clyde's a little more side-to-side. -side. Isaiah Pacheco's a little more up and down. You get better pass blocking with Pacheco. Uh, maybe a little more receiving talent with Clyde. 
Uh, so I think I think that what we have going there is beautiful. And it's interesting that up until this week, um, it was predominantly McKinnon getting the most snaps, and he went to significantly third in this game. So I think they really have trust in Pacheco and Clyde. Um, and, I mean, look, we've been facing these two high looks all year. There's no reason the run game hasn't been feasting. Um, it, it should have feasted last year. Uh, finally, we get to feast a little bit. Um, first dominant running performance we've had in a while. Um, and Mahomes also had a very good rushing performance. He, I mean, all that space underneath it was open. He took advantage of it. And that's a big reason that we were able to just feel so comfortable the entirety of this game. Well, I'll say this. I think when you look at it, there's, uh, you think of the Packers and you think of the Lions and how they have that really good one-two punch duo for running backs. Now I wouldn't mind seeing the Chiefs become that at all. <clears throat> yeah. Look, I mean, there's by, no reason for it not to be. Running back by committee oftentimes ends up being better than just having a downhill runner. You know, the teams of a, a, a team like a Derrick Henry or an Adrian Peterson back in the day, are, are they're, they're great. Those are great players. They can really do a lot, but they burn out really quick. And if you have a player that's that good, if you have a player that's good, it's fine giving them They also carries. burn out quicker, though, is the point. Yeah. It's like, you don't want to overwork these guys. It's good that you have a committee because, like Detroit and like Green Bay, by season's end, while every other star running back, while every other starting running back is beat up and wore out, your guys are fresh and ready to go for January. So it, having a running back by committee actually works out pretty well for the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of running the football, the Chiefs defense uh, absolutely had the best run defense I've ever seen them play on <laughs> on Sunday night. They allowed three rushing yards. Three. Yeah. That was yeah. it. Then that's that's pretty remarkable. Um, like I, I think Ken Swanson tweeted like, Hey, you, you right there. You had more rushing yards than Leonard say. Fournette did last night. Leonard um, Fournette had three carries for negative three yards. Yeah, that is a dreadful performance. Rashad um, White, and, the backup, had three carries for six yards. The longest run what? Tampa Bay had of the day was four yards. And uh, Derek Nottie and Willie Gay, both not playing in this <laughs> yeah. game. Two very important players for stopping the run. Um, I think Leo Chanel played well. He got a solid amount of snaps. Um, look, the draft, the, the the young guys are already kind of making an impact, uh, and it's, it's it's exciting to see for sure. Just makes me want to see what Trent McDuffie can do when he finally gets back out there. Because it's insane the defense is doing this with these guys off the field. Uh, two people we thought would be instrumental, and they were when they were in there. I mean, we didn't really see much of McDuffie, but now we're making do without them. So very good depth as well. It's super nice to have. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I think our defense played exceptionally well. I mean, I think we also have to admit Tom Brady isn't having the best start this season. Maybe one of the worst. But yeah, when I, you look I at feel it, like I sorry to interrupt you here, but I have to chime in on this. I feel like I went, I I left that game with a completely different opinion. I I left that game with Tom Brady's still really fucking good, but yeah. but Tampa's mm-hmm. a mess. Like I didn't leave that game thinking I Tom's it, not playing I, well. I hate saying it. I mean, Todd Bowles just is not a good head coach, in my opinion. He might not be. I mean, let's not over panic. You know, he's lost to Rodgers and Mahomes. That's it. You know, let's not go crazy. But yeah, I mean, he had a failed stint with the Jets, and you know, so far in Tampa, things haven't been great. But you know, I'm not willing to say Todd Bowles isn't going to be a good head coach. I still believe 
Tampa turns this thing around, gets 10, 11 wins. Yeah, I, I uh, agree as well. But I mean, that's also just Tom Brady, you know? Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing, is when you're a head coach, it, let's say you're, you know, Matt LaFleur, right? You don't have to be a genius. You just have to let your star player do what he can. And that's all Todd Bowles has to do, is let Tom Brady do what Tom Brady does. You know, the Bucks, the year that they won the Super Bowl, were 7-5 and five at the bye week. Brady was pissed off about the Bruce Arians offense and told him to go shove it up his ass and said, we're running the offense I like. They didn't lose another game the entire season. I have no I have no doubt in my mind Tampa is going to get it figured out, turn it around, regardless of how good or bad of a coach Todd Bowles is. Yeah. Yep. No, I 100% agree. And, I, I mean, one thing you have to look at with this game, too, in the context of it is, they were kind of behind the eight ball when you give up a fumble and a touchdown mm-hmm. on like pretty much the first set of plays. Um, but the Chiefs did a fantastic job at taking advantage of all the opportunities mm-hmm. they were given to. I mean, they have as much as we complain about the Clyde drop, it was pretty much immediately made up for by a Tampa Bay fumble. Um, so, yeah, it, the offense just did a fantastic job. Obviously, it was just an up and down great performance, but to be able to just not. We didn't really have a single drive where I wondered, like, what were we doing there? That was rough. And that's happened quite a few times in the first two or the last two weeks. My only worry is this has happened before already. We had a really good week one time, and then we had a really shitty week, and then we lost. Like, I just hope that's not going to keep happening. I hope we can just find our footing and just keep the pedal there. Well, yeah, I mean, then that's just how it is. It's the NFL. Yeah, I understand that, but I'm just like, it's a good week from the offense, but I'm just like, we got to keep it going, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's good, yeah. and I, but at the same time, we can't expect 40-plus every week. There's No, no, for sure. Different matchups create different situations. You can't expect to start a drive inside the opponent's 28. It's just stuff like that. But I agree. You know, I would like to see consistency out of the offense. We've seen now, you know, versus the Cardinals and versus Tampa, a dominant, unstoppable force at offense. And then with Indy and the Chargers, it's been more so of a struggle. Offensive line hadn't played as well versus those two teams. So we'll see. You know, again, like we like we said coming into the season, this is a brand new offense and it's a brand new approach. We have gone from being the team that wants to throw it over the top, beat you deep, uh, has the fastest guys in the league, to a patient team. A team that can string together eight to ten play drives and take some time especially when you have new personnel like Juju and Sky Moore and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, uh, you know, who you haven't played with yet. Yep. Yeah. No, it was it was just great. And Mahomes, that one, the, the wizardry by Mahomes. Where do you, one where of do his you, best plays ever. I know we don't have it. I was going to say, I know we don't have, like, all of it in our heads right now. We didn't make a list or nothing. But where would you put that in his top plays ever? I saw someone that made, like, posted, like, his one through t- one through eight and then, like, his nine through 22. And I think that he had the 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 spinny throw at like five six, and I didn't think it was completely unfair. Which I is insane, of it, because any it, other quarterback got number one. Yeah, and it all depends on how much you value the slings it down the field to Watkins play, because like it's not necessarily his most beautiful play he's ever had, no. but like for the circumstances, it was unbelievable, you know. So. I, I think it's probably like five, six, seven area with the obvious wasp a run against Tennessee. Uh, the I mean, I would say the Byron Pringle play was kind of crazy, but then it's there's just so many in there. 
can't even think about it. I'm probably forgetting ones that were just even more unbelievable. Yeah, the one I was going to say was the the run in the AFC Championship game. That, to yeah. me, is the best play he's ever made. Uh, but... I also like the one that he had against the Ravens on 4th and nine. Yeah, I mean, that was just ridiculous. There, there's yeah, the Ravens 4th and nine, yeah. I always think to the the Niners one, the very first time he played at home, his first home game. Oh, yeah. Where he mm-hmm. ran around. That underrated. The second yeah. he made that throw, I feel like that was when even the non – that was when, like, the people that were either on the fence or skeptical kind of, like, were like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, and one play that gets buried from that game is Travis Kelsey made, like, a one-handed catch that was just, like, crazy. I like, remember that. A over, defender was, I think, it was over I think Fred a Warner. pass interference might have even been called on it. Defender's hounding him. He just puts one arm out and just, boom, snags yeah. it. Like a 25-yard gain. It was crazy. And I, I don't even think I've seen that play since, like, the day that game happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not, not much to complain about. Through four weeks, the Chiefs have the number one run defense in the NFL. That's Oof. insane. Number one. Crazy to think. And we played Jonathan Taylor, Leonard Fournette, Austin Eckler. Yeah. And Kyler and, Murray. And Kyler Murray. Yeah. So, I mean, Cardinals are the only team to get over 100 on us, and they got 103. So, it has not been. And they were the team we beat the, the hardest. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we gave the Colts like 80. Obviously, we gave up six this week. And then versus the Chargers, I think we gave up 75. So, it's been refreshing because that had been a really big problem. Uh, for a while. Um, so let's go ahead and go into NFL Week 5. Before we do that, Josh, can you update us on the Lock of the Week and Underdog of the Week standings? I'd be more than happy to. We have a new first place, and it's me. I'm tied with Jackson. John, for, John, Jackson and I are both 3-1. and one. John is 2-2 two two for Lock of the Week. Underdog of the Week, you have me in second place. John and Jackson tied for first at two and two. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So, so the order will be going John, me, Jackson. So we don't have a new first place. I'm still first place. Cool. You want to go off tiebreakers? Yes. Yes. Okay. Thursday night football. Boy, did the NFL slap us in the face. We get to watch Matt Ryan versus Nathaniel Hackett. It's the Colts at the Broncos. The Broncos are three point favorites. Yeah, I'm gonna take. Actually, I'm gonna take the Broncos. Um, I just, I don't, I don't feel the Colts um, at all. I, I yeah. got them as my uh, underdog, like loser, uh, and it worked out perfectly well. Uh, and I'm not really high on the Broncos either, but at home, I'll take them. I got uh, JT's not playing, right? Um, more than likely not. He had a high ankle sprain. I'm gonna go Broncos. I see this as a shitty game. Give me the under for 43. Yeah, tough to beat Denver in Denver, regardless of how shit they are. Um, probably low scoring, like I said. Probably comes down to Russell Wilson makes one or two throws that Matt Ryan can't. So, yeah, I like Denver in this spot as well. Um, Indy's really, really bad. I don't know what they're going to do, but it doesn't look good. Okay. <clears throat> All right. We head to Sunday, and we've got another fucking London game. 8.30 a.m. kickoff. The Giants and the Packers. It is Packers minus 8 at the moment. Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor are both questionable. Jesus. Um, Did you you see the way they won last night? Or not last night, last week? 
Yes. Yeah. Where they just literally had to go wildcat every play because they didn't have a quarterback. Yep. Kind of baller. Kind of like a lot of rookie head coaches would not have done that. A lot of them would have like shit their pants in that situation. Old way. They're scraping out wins. I don't think they're getting a 10. I don't um, either. I, I think they're going to take an L in this one at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, yeah, I I am going to go ahead and take the Packers. I'm going to take the Packers as well. Minus eight, it's tempting for lock of the week, but I'm not going to. It's a little high. I, the only reason I even considered it is because Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor, but I, I need to be having an official word on them before I've made the pick. Plus, you know, fucking Bailey Zappi almost just beat Green Bay, so you never know. Um, but Bailey I, Zappi's kind of good, I think. <laughs> I like Green Bay to win. Um, Giants, like I said, are scraping out wins. That's fine and all. It's You can scrape out wins versus the Panthers and the Bears, but Packers, you're going to need some offense, at least some. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know with the Giants. Okay. To the noon slate, we have our biggest line of the year so far. The Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are 14-point favorites. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. Kenny Pickett will be making his first NFL start. Kenny Pickett is not him. I'm going to say that right now. I, I mean, All right. that's a little soon. But okay. At three INTs, I'm just saying. But no, I mean he's gonna start 0 2 in his career. Give me the Bills. Did you see PFF? Even though he had three interceptions, gave him no turnover-worthy plays. PFF. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. First of all, that by the way, that's inflated. The third interception was on a hail mary at the end of the game. So really two. But regardless, um, yeah, this is a gigantic line, and I understand it because Pittsburgh is ass. That Mike Tomlin streak is it's gone. Um, yeah, Whew. I'm not locking shit in here because 14 is a number that is like insane in the NFL. But I fully expect this to be a blowout, especially with no TJ Watt. Yeah. Uh, apologies, I missed my turn. I was just doing some research for a potential lock. Well, I, um, I didn't. I didn't. I knew I wasn't gonna lock it, so that's why I didn't. Yeah, say I wasn't anything. gonna lock it either. That's why I said something. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and obviously I'll take the Bills. Not much really here. The Bills are much better. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys, before, before we move on real quick, do you guys think it was too early to bench Trubisky? Do you like the move? What do you think? Oh, I Although, like it. It was, it was bound to happen. I mm-hmm. Look, maybe there's a school of thought that you can, like, you're better off, like, putting, once you play your quarterback, you want it to be a, a ideal offensive situation. Um. But I don't think that the Steelers' offensive situation is that horrendous. It's no, not great. Got good receivers, but, that's for sure. Yeah, and at the end of the day, the defense is going to keep you in games. Um, what do you stand to lose? You know, yeah. like it's Trubisky. He's terrible. You know, he's terrible. Everyone I'll, knows he's terrible. I'll tell you what you stand to gain is you played Kenny Pickett the rest of the year, and you get your you get an answer right. Here, there's there's three possibilities. There's one he's absolutely like insanely good, better than advertised, and he's your franchise quarterback. There's he's okay, we're not sure, and then there's holy shit, he had a Josh Rosen rookie year, he's ass. But you need clarity because Pittsburgh will be picking at the top of the draft, and just if if they need to, if they need to go Josh Rosen, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, even. There's going to be a lot of quarterbacks at the top of that board. 
You've got yeah. to get your answer. You have to. Yeah, and if you suck, if you suck so bad you get the first overall pick, you do that with Kenny Pickett at the helm. You don't have to feel bad about replacing him. I mean, yeah. Like, they go, like look, they at, go look at the 49ers, Kenny, man. Like, they're going to go into year three with Trey Lance and have no idea if he can play or not. They're going to have no fucking clue. Like, get an answer. Uh, I think part of them thinks they think he's bad. Part, I mean, I don't see why you keep Jimmy otherwise, right? Like, yeah. And people consider, like, well, in case of injury, well, fuck. I mean, yeah, I guess, but, like, you don't have two quarterbacks like that on your roster. You don't put your starter to a backup because you, you know, it just doesn't happen. Um, yeah. So that's interesting as well. But, yeah, I'd get an answer. There are guys, there's guys like Herberts and Mah- Herbert, Mahomes, Burrow, who the second they started, you're like, yeah, this fucker gets football. Like, this guy can do it. He's He's got it. And then there's guys like Josh Rosen and Sam Darnold who you're just like, yikes. This guy's terrible. Yep. What you hope for Pittsburgh, if you're Pittsburgh, is you don't get a guy like Mac Jones where you're unsure. You're just like, eh, we don't know how good he is really. And then, you know, you, you hang on to him next year and he ends up not being, you know, as good, you know, that good and you pass on good quarterbacks. So enough talk on Pittsburgh, but I just thought, you know, we'd talk about it. All right. Next game, noon game, Chargers at the Browns. The Chargers are three-point favorites on the road. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm going to lock the Chargers. Mm. Um, I did it last week. I know that they are, like, Joey Bosa's out for, like, eight to ten weeks. Um, I'm aware. I just... I don't know, dude. I think the Chargers are not bad. Please no. don't charger on me. I think the Browns are like haven't really played, haven't beaten anyone good. Um, and I don't, I don't see him winning this weekend. So I'll take the Chargers and hope that they can get a field goal over them. Uh, yeah, I'm less confident than I was last week though, because five in Houston is a lot better than three in Cleveland. Um, so yeah. I'm going to be honest. I was going to take Chargers minus three as my lock of the week if you didn't. Oh. Thank God. It might lose. You never know. It might lose, but, yeah, I was really – it was tempting if I was given it. Um, I'm going to go Chargers as well, obviously. I guess I'm just more on the fence on this game than you guys. I just – I like the Chargers to win, I guess, but I, I don't have a great read on this game, to be honest. I, don't, I haven't really watched the Browns at all, too, so I can't tell you. They're control, man. They're just time of possession. That's all they do. They just hog the ball. Now, the one thing that makes this game juicy if you're wanting the Chargers, which you are, is Miles Garrett probably will not be playing because he's a dumbass. Um, so, you know, you have that. What did he do? He was driving like 100 miles an hour and like an animal got in the way and he like swerved and flipped his car. But it's like... Oh. The third time he's been caught going 100 miles an hour, like this year alone, apparently. <laughs> like just. Being oh my god! A... What is it with athletes and loving? He to was go not and... drunk though. He was at least not reported. He was not drunk, so. That's that's a little better, but still ridiculous. It's kind. Of, it, it is better, but in another sense, why are you going 100 miles an hour sober? <laughs> Let's ask though. Is what's worse, 100 miles an hour sober or like regular? 100 drunk? miles drunk. Well, 100 no, miles drunk regular, is obviously or, worse. Yeah. But, but yeah. Like regular drunk, 100 miles an hour sober. I'd probably say 100 miles an hour sober is worse. It is. I, when you're at that speed, you cannot control shit. Like, no, and it, if you wreck, you're more likely to die. Like, mm-hmm. just 
yeah, he's more likely, likely to did. kill someone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll move on. <clears throat> the Bears headed to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Vikings are seven-point home favorites. It's a noon game, so the Kirk Cousins, he's going to win. Yeah. Uh, and also, I just want to add on the last thing. I That last comment about 100 miles an hour, not in any way saying that drunk driving isn't bad. <laughs> bad idea. Just, just to we make know. that perfect clear. Um, while we're at it, I'll take the Vikings. Um, no, I'm not going to go with the underdog here because I kind of think Justin Fields sucks. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got Vikings as well. Okay. Easy enough. Next game, noon game. We got the Lions at <laughs> the Patriots. One and three versus one and three. The Patriots are minus three at home. Is Bailey Zappi playing? Well, he will be active. I don't know. It'll uh, be... Brian Hoare is out with a concussion. Is he out? Uh, Mac Jones is out. Or I shouldn't say out, but he's he Brian out Hoyer with a concussion. Could play next week. I feel is like it, it. Like, would they even play him though? Because Zappi did pretty good. <sighs> you know, I don't know. Belichick's kind of got a thing towards his guys. Hoyer's been there since like 2010. I don't know. It's true. Either. I don't know. Maybe either, but it's probably not going to be Mac Jones, and that's ultimately what matters. Did Brian Hoyer not play for like the Colts recently? He uh, um, he went. He was in New England to start his career, and then he bounced around a little bit, and he's been back for a few years now. Gotcha. Um, all right, I'll take I'll take the Patriots. Sorry, Lions. I want to believe in you, but your only wins against the football team. Yeah, the and Sorry. for that reason. Give me Lions underdog of the week. You have to be They're three and a half. Fuck! Dumbass. The game. Oh, that really sucks. Oh, whoopsies. Yeah, I was looking at a different game. Oh, uh, yeah, give me the Lions. I really do like the Lions in this game. I like New England to bounce back. New England, yeah. I just. This this game, again, not, not a great read on this, but I'm just going to go with the more proven coach, I guess. I don't know. Um, next game, we have Seahawks at Saints. The Saints are five and a half point favorites. Oh, Lordy. Part of me wants to take Gino as the underdog, but I'm going to take the Saints. Yes. Thank God. Give me Seahawks minus five and a half underdog or plus five and a half underdog of the week. Underdog of the week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad pick. Considered it. Gino Smith it has to be talked about, has outplayed Russell Wilson by, like, a shit ton this year. Yeah. It's not close. And he's getting paid probably, what, 1% 1, 1 of Russ's contract? Oh, uh, it's hilarious. It's, like, honestly, it's early. We're, like, a quarter into the season, but it it is funny. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really know. I think five and a half is too many points, but I like New Orleans at home. That defense, you know, as long as they can have some competency on the offensive side of the ball this week, I think they'll be able to pull one out. All right, the next game, another noon game, long noon slate. Um, the Dolphins at game-winning drive, Zach Wilson, and the Jets, the Dolphins are three-point favorites. Two is out. Okay, so I really like Dolphins minus three as my lock of the week, but I defaulted to the Chargers. Um, I'm going to take the Dolphins. I think the Jets are kind of overrated. Um and yeah, I just I feel like the Dolphins are gonna get the win anyway. Give give Teddy a week with the first stringers, and he, he's probably one of the best backups in the league, so he'll get the win for him. Yeah. 
Uh, I like the Dolphins too. I, I agree, with John. I think Teddy's one of the better backups in the league for sure. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, yeah, I like I like the Dolphins. Too much speed. Jets don't have the, the personnel defensively to do anything about it. So I like Miami. And if if Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt, you know who's next up? Skylar Thompson. Skylar. Who honestly? Imagine if honestly Skylar Thompson should have. I, I you could argue he should have been the backup. I know Teddy's he had been a pretty around. Good I know Teddy's been around for a while, but Skylar Thompson looked damn good in preseason. Did look pretty good. It's kind of crazy. Not that he was bad at K State, but he wasn't that no, good. I mean, he was a seventh round pick. Um, yeah. next game. This is for first place in the division, and this takes us another noon game. Big line Falcons at Bucks. Bucks minus eight and a half. Yep. The right. Falcons have been on a on a heater. Nobody's doing it. Mm, Wait, no. Nobody wants anything. Nope. I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna take the Bucks to win though. Yeah, I got Bucks. Falcons plus eight and a half lock of the week. It's Ooh, just whoa. underdog. Not underdog. Lock. I know. Well, I know an underdog though. Plus eight and a half. A lot of points, honestly. Tampa's for good. I expect Tampa to win this uh, game. That means at a neutral play, at a neutral field, this would be five box nine. minus five and a half yeah. against the fucking Falcons. Who would have thought? The Falcons are the only team in the NFL this year that are four and zero against the spread. They're the only team. So shit, you're right. Fuck. I like them a lot. I know it's a it's a classic get right game for Tampa after losing twice in a row, but man. Atlanta has a formula, man. They just fucking run the ball. That's all they do, but it's so effective. And I, I really appreciate if they threw Kyle Pitts the ball too because my fantasy team is dying because of it. But, uh, yeah, I, I like Atlanta. It's just I'm a sucker for big points. Anytime I see a line this big, I'm a sucker for it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's it's a lot of points to take, so I like it. Okay. Next, we go to another noon game. I keep waiting to say we're going to the afternoon slate, but we're not. Um, Titans at Commanders. Titans minus two and a half. Yeah, I'll take the Titans. Um, I think the Commanders are one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me Titans minus two and a half, lock of the week. Mm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Not a bad pick. Not bad. Um, John, your lock of the week was the Chargers, right? Yep. Okay, so... You want to know what's funny? So everybody, everybody went with road lock of the weeks. All of our teams are road teams this week. Um, funny thing is, me and John both had the Titans and Chargers last week. And I had Atlanta week two. So, kind of going back to what's done well for us, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. I Not a bad pick. Carson Wentz, man, like if you've ever wondered if if you know if you don't like have anxiety or panic attacks and you wonder what they feel like, just watch that guy in the pocket. Like every single time someone gets close, he just freaks the fuck out. It's literally like you know when like a dog's running on like the hardwood floor and like they hear you open the treat bag and they like stop all at once and try and turn around and they just like slide. It, it's uh -huh. like, he act that's like every time he like gets pressured, it looks like that. He just like loses his composure. At this point, I don't think Carson Wentz wants to play football. 
I think he's embarrassed. I, I honestly think he's like wishing Ron Rivera would bench him at this very instant. Um, it, it, yeah, Commanders are bad, man. It's, it's so bad. Yeah, they are bad. Uh, and Ron Rivera is probably going to get the at the end of the year. Um, nah, I don't think yeah. so. Unless they do really shit. I mean, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to do really shit. They're one in three, probably going to go to one in four. <laughs> I mean, it. I don't know. I don't see the Commanders winning more than five games at all. Uh, yeah. uh, I guess they... No, I'm looking at the schedule. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Texans at Jaguars. Jaguars are seven-point favorites. The Texans are the last team left without a win. Uh, I'll take the Jaguars to keep that trend continuing. Uh, the Jaguars look a little less like a juggernaut after last week, but honestly, they played fine. Um, the Eagles are just probably the best team in the NFC. I've come around to that. Their defense is insane. Um and their offense is perfectly good for that. So, yeah, I'll take the Jags. I got the Jags winning as well. I think Jacksonville's actually pretty good. It was pretty cool to see Doug Peterson get the love he got in Philly. So, yeah, give me Jacksonville. Now, when... Even though that dumbass went for two for no reason one time. <laughs> now, when – I forget which week this is going to be. Uh, but when the Commanders head to Philly this year – what does the ovation is there? What does it look like for Wentz? That is November fourteenth at Monday Night Football. Nothing. Uh, it's a, it's gonna be. Is it a boo storm? What do we get there? I mean, it is Philly. No, because he wasn't shit. He really only had one shitty year with them. Yeah. I think it's gonna be people are gonna cheer because I mean he he got them to the fucking Super Bowl. And I feel like they still would have won the Super Bowl had it yeah. not been polls. Like I feel like it's dumb to act like. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. We'll never know. Um, but yeah, I like Jacksonville as well. Uh, Texans are pretty bad. But at, that uh, Eagles team was really good. Yeah, they were. Um. Okay. Now we're in the afternoon slate. The three o'clock games. The 49ers at the Panthers. The 49ers are six and a half point favorites on the road. Oh yeah. Thought about taking underdog, but I also think the Panthers, similar to the football team, are going to lose their coach uh, yeah. before next season. Um, so I'll go ahead and take the Niners. I like the Niners as well. I, I'm very interested to see when Sam Darnold comes back what the QB situation will be. And I think people can almost start writing off Baker. Yeah, I mean, look, I... <laughs> Matt Rule, Sam Darnold, and Baker Mayfield probably all will be <laughs> backups slash out of the league after this year. Um, man, I so badly want to take them underdog of the week, but Baker Mayfield's so bad. Um, the Panthers, since Matt Rule has taken over, which was 2020, have won one game, one singular game, when their defense gave up more than 17 points. The only way this team has won is if their defense basically plays at a top five level. Uh, it is Garoppolo. I get that. But I also think the 49ers have the best defense in the league right now. So I like San Francisco. Um, moving right. on to another game. The 3-1 and one Cowboys head to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. The Rams are four and a half point favorites. And it's a Cooper Cup. Cooper Rush led Cowboys this week. 
uh, what's his face? J- uh, Jerry Jones. Yeah, already came out and said that it's going to be Cooper Rush. Yeah, it is. Before we get into this game, do we think that there will actually be a QB competition? Because if we no, do, no. I think you guys are stupid. Okay, no. thank you. I've, I want to tell me up at college that, dude, I think there could be a competition. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Now, let me argue this. However, would you rather have Dak with his contract or Cooper Rush with his contract? And that's a debate, in my opinion. I think that's a debate. That That's debatable. Like, is Dak better than Cooper Rush? Yes. Is he 40 to 50 million better than Cooper Rush? Fuck no. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, it's just, I'm just throwing that out there. Some yeah, du- and some dumbass team, you. some dumbass team is going to pay Cooper Rush this offseason. I know it'll fucking happen. They're going to give him oh, like a sure. No, 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 no. He, he's on a two-year deal. <laughs> like, oh, my yeah. gosh. And you know how much his total, his total contract worth is? What, like a million? Two-year, mil- two 1.955 Jeez, man. Yeah, some dumbass. You know what? That'll be the next one the Colts go after. The Colts are going to say, after Matt Ryan, they're going to go, fuck it. We're going to we're gonna get Cooper Rush. Uh, but no, yeah. Uh, back to this game. Four and a half point Rams are favored. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll take the uh, I'll take the Cowboys. Why not? I'm not so sold on the Rams, man. I, I kind of drink the Cooper Rush Kool-Aid. I like him. Um, I, I never really cared for the Cowboys, but I kind of like cheering for Cooper Rush. Um, so yeah, I'm taking him. I feel like when okay, you look I'm at taking the Cow- him underdog of the week. Sorry. You are? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So when I, underdog of the week, Jesus. When I, if Jackson takes a road underdog of the week, we've all taken road teams this week. Anyway, um, which isn't good if you're a Chiefs fan, cause we're saying road teams are going to do it. Anyway. Uh, Matthew Stafford just isn't it this year, but it's Cooper Rush, and Cooper Rush has just found ways to win. You know, they haven't been, they haven't been extraordinary wins. He's beat the Giants by what? A possession? He's beaten the, who they just beat? The Commanders. Commanders, yeah. What, 24 to 19? Something like that. Like, I don't know. Give me the Rams. I don't really trust Cooper Rush, even though a lot of people are high on him. Isn't it so funny the Cowboys usually start the year off like underperforming what they should do, and this year yeah. they're three and one without Dak. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I like Dallas. I really do. Um, the Rams, to me, I, this is going to be a bold ass take. Be ready. You ready for this? The Rams missed the playoffs this year. I'm calling, oh. I'm, calling I'm calling it. I am calling this shit. I've seen enough. I know the 49ers always have the Rams number. I get it. You know, it's four weeks in. I get it. But I've seen enough of this offense to determine they are way too reliant on Cooper Cup. That's all they have. And Matthew oh. Stafford Matthew Stafford will not throw the ball to Allen Robinson. He will not look his way. I'm just, Cam Akers has regressed. The offensive line is shit compared to what it was a year ago. I I don't like this Rams team at all. I think defensively, yeah, obviously you have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, but people made a big deal out of them getting Bobby Wagner. In my opinion, Bobby Wagner is a shell of his old self at this point. Um, the Rams, to me, man, I, I think they could go like nine and eight or eight and nine and miss the postseason this year. Uh, okay. So here's the deal, man. 
for that to happen grandfathering in the eagles cowboys vikings packers buccaneers and niners for the rams to not make it you would okay, need I'd grandfather the in tampa here's who i would grandfather in i'd grandfather in tampa the vikings the packers so there's three off the board the eagles the, eagles, the cowboys the cowboys that's five and the niners. i like the niners to get in and then i need one more team yeah I, so I, guess, I think your best bet okay, is going to be guess, a card. I guess, I guess in hind, yeah, I, I think they either get the seven seed or they don't make it. That, because I, with stick with that. D-Hop come back, comes back in two weeks, right? Yeah, After two I, weeks? I could see them finishing below Arizona. Probably not, but. I, I, I think that's reasonable. The, the Falcons have a shot. Mm-hmm. I don't think the, I don't think the Giants do. The, the expanded playoff really, you know, kind of hurts my take, but we'll see. I just, yeah, old playoff days. It wouldn't be that yeah, controversial. Maybe not. Yeah, but we'll see. Um, it, you know, maybe Stafford just turns it around. But from what I've seen out of Stafford right now, this is about as bad as he's ever looked. Um, right. but yeah, let's keep moving forward. Um, <clears throat> we've got Eagles at Cardinals later in the day. That is a Eagles five point favorite. And... Y'all think the Eagles stay undefeated? I think the yeah. Eagles are going to have kind of a nice... I don't think the Eagles lose nice... for a while. Yeah, I think they're going to have a little bit of a... Uh, I don't want to say an undefeated conversation because I know I'm always the one that screams out undefeated, and I'm not quite saying that. Well, I'm you actually have an argument with this one. And look, it's the NFL. They will lose, but let's just talk about it. So they've got the Cardinals this week. Next week, they host to the Cowboys... That could be Cooper Rush or Dak. Either way, Philly is probably going to be favored in that game. After that, they have Pittsburgh at home, at the Texans, the Commanders at home, and at the Colts. There is a very good chance they enter the Green Bay game undefeated. Yeah, and that's at home. And that's at home the week after the Titans are at home. And if you can win those, if you can eke those out, you've got the Giants, Bears, at Dallas, tough, New Orleans at home, and Giants at home. I mean, it's definitely achievable. Like if you want, like this team is winning fourteen games minimum. Like this, yeah, this is the second easiest schedule in the NFL. They are going to be. I don't know how they got this. They made the playoffs last year, but yeah, this is so easy. Um, Yeah, yeah, but like them to win this week. Pretty much guaranteed to win that division. Yeah, I said that for the year. I thought Dallas would. Um, but yeah, Josh, anything? I mean, Dal- or not Dallas. The Eagles are good. I mean, I agree. I think their schedule is a cakewalk. I don't think the Cardinals get it done. I think the Eagles. I don't know. I mean, I have them winning, but I'm just thinking about long term. I don't know. I, th- I like the Eagles long term, even in the playoffs. I'm going to be honest. You don't like them? No, I do like them. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do too. Okay. Sunday night football. The Ravens and Bengals. It's in Baltimore. The Ravens are three-point favorites. I'm looking forward to this one. I think this one's going to be a very exciting primetime game. I'm going to take the Ravens. I think the Ravens are really damn good. Jackson, who was your underdog of the week? I haven't done it yet. Okay. Interesting. I haven't gotten to it yet. Have you, Josh? I have. I don't know. Y'all, y'all take all mine. 
so I gotta wait. Oh, okay. Well, but, then I know who Jackson's yeah, taking we, underdog of the week. There's only one team left. Uh, but yeah. yeah, this game. I I hope this game. The Sunday night games have not been very good. I hope this game kicks ass. I hope that there is like a shit ton of points. Burrow and Lamar. I hope they just get in a. I hope they just get in a shoot off. I hope they just keep going. Uh, but ultimately, I like the Bengals to win this one, man. The Ravens' defense has just collapsed in the second half of games this year. I don't know what it is. It's very bizarre for Baltimore, uh, but it's happened twice now, and it's something you can't ignore. Yeah, they are a late-game collapser, aren't they? Um, But I'm going to take them because I think they're really freaking good. Um, I think Lamar is an extremely good quarterback, um, and I, I don't know. I'm just feeling it. I, I think that they will – I think they'll pull it out. And I once again, Bengals suck. Bengals are overrated. <laughs> okay, Josh, anything? The Ravens, I don't – I kind of agree. I don't think the Bengals are going to be everything that they got last year, but I also don't think they're going to be as bad as some people think. You know what? I'll go with Jackson and pick the other Super Bowl playoffs. I'll take the Bengals to miss the playoffs. Okay. Interesting. We got two. We got we got both the Super Bowl teams from a year ago missing it. Oh god, it's gonna be a little tricky for them as well to miss. Yeah, but we'll see. Um and that brings up Monday Night Football. The Raiders at the Chiefs, the current line is Chiefs minus seven. Let's go ahead and get into our week five game preview, starting with John. Okay. Yes. Um, I am very excited for this game. Um, the thing about the Chiefs that I think I kind of came to the realization with this year is that, or this week in particular, is that we're just a little too reactionary in both directions to the Chiefs. The Chiefs win, I go completely like Patrick Mahomes is the greatest ever, and he can never be stopped, and he's just a divine being. Um, and when we lose, I'm like, oh, we can't overcome all our deficiencies. Um and we're definitely a little closer in between, so I don't want to go too crazy, but I think we are going to pull this one out against the Raiders. Um, I think we just have sort of a tendency to scrape by games at home. Um, like, uh, the last time we lost uh, to the Raiders was at home, but I, I don't know. I think we'll get it done. They're sitting at 1-3, and three, and I don't think they're going to turn their season around here, but the fact that they can by beating us makes this such a pivotal game because we can really take a stranglehold over them. Yeah. Josh McDaniels, I don't agree, is one of the best coaches, in my opinion. I think we're playing good football right now within the past week, but I just don't know how we're going to react. Who knows if we have a Tom Brady hangover. But I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I think this is going to be close. I would probably actually take Raiders minus seven, it is, you said. Plus seven. Plus seven, yeah. I'd probably take players, Raiders plus seven, honestly. All right, so obviously this is going to be my underdog of the week. Um, wow, what the fuck, Jackson? Now, 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 now. You listen here. I picked against the Chiefs underdog of the week, week one, and you saw how that turned out. So just, just live with it. Um, yeah, I'd like the Chiefs to win this game, to be completely honest. It's just I have to pick somebody for underdog of the week. I don't have a choice. Um, I wanted to pick the Seahawks and then I wanted to pick the Cowboys and they both got taken. So I got stuck with this, 
Um, but yeah, I like the Chiefs here. I do think there could be a problem uh, with no Willie Gay in this game, considering how many weapons the Raiders do have. They do have, obviously, Devontae Adams, uh, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. Uh, it, it could get tricky. You know, a young secondary, but I do expect Spags to, you know, put on the pressure on Derek Carr. Derek Carr's won one time at Arrowhead, and it was when there was, like, like 20% capacity. So... Uh, don't expect him to walk in on Monday Night Football and beat the Chiefs. I like Kansas City to win probably like 30 to 20, something like that. Yeah, I, will say, I feel it. I will say there's a shit ton of pressure on Orlando Brown and Andrew Wiley this week because Max Crosby and Chandler Jones are going to freaking be tough to stop. They always are. Uh, that's a, that's a pretty nice edge combo. Yeah. Uh, that the so those guys there. better step up. Because they really don't have a great interior defensive line. And then their secondary and linebacking core is just not good. So, the, the, you know. We'll have to see if the Chiefs last year, both their times against the Raiders, though, had the hell out of their numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's a different different time for the Raiders um, on both the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. But I, I like us to build off the offensive momentum we built last week. Um I don't know. We'll see. I think that I think that we're starting to find some solutions for the looks that teams are giving us that are giving us fits. And that is pretty nice to see. So we'll have to we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah, it'll be um it'll be interesting. Is there any word on McDuffie? Is he chance to play? No. Uh <laughs> as far as I can tell, he's not playing. Yeah, and then uh Butker's obviously yeah, maybe. Um, Mike Dane. Regardless, shout out to Matthew Wright. Yeah. Very nice right. performance. Matthew, didn't have a bad game. Matthew, not bad game. Did everything right. Yeah, he fucking made all his kicks. Didn't even get close to missing. So, good job, Matthew Wright. Uh, if you were on the team a week ago, we would be 4-0. Uh, but, unfortunately, yep. unfortunately, you know, that's not how life went. Um, but that is our preview for NFL Week 5. Um, yeah, unless you guys have anything else to add on to that, we can move on. Ah. Okay, well, let's go ahead and get into the MLB then. Bet you guys didn't think we were going there, did you? Um, and we're not talking. Not Royals. one bit. And we're not talking Royals. Not this time. No, 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 no. The MLB playoffs begin Friday, and for the first time ever, there will be twelve teams, not ten. So the entire field, as we're recording this on Tuesday. Second time. Second time. This is the second time. Is it the second time? Oh, did they do it the COVID year? Oh, yeah, okay. The first legit time they're doing it. Okay. The the first full season they're doing it. Um, And as we're recording this, kind of rare, every team is in that is going to be in. Uh, There is no implication going into game 162 regarding getting in. So the field, for those who are not in the loop, uh, is as follows. In the American League, it'll be the Astros with home field advantage, followed by the Yankees. Uh, The Guardians won the Central. And then the top wild card spot will be Toronto. The second wild card spot right now is Seattle. Third, Tampa. Who do you guys like to get out of the American League? Uh, get all the way out of the American League? Just go to the World Series. I really hate, hate, hate to say it, and I hate to be a normie, but I'm going to go with the Houston Astros. Hard not to. Um, but I'll... Oh, okay. I'll say the Astros, but I'll lean on a light side of a surprising Cleveland Guardians. 
Because oh, fuck no. Team, fuck no. no. I'm sorry. Any team with that quality of pitching can bullshit their way through playoffs. Um, they're a 90-win team. Um, so, we'll see. You never know. Yes. Maybe. What'd you say? No, he said... He said something, so I was just... Oh, yeah, no, I, 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 I will say this real quick before you go, Josh, that to Josh's point, or to John's point, with the new format of a best-of-three first round, having Shane Bieber and Tristan McKenzie as your one-two is pretty pretty important. That is true, I guess. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Yankees, but the team I hope for is the Mariners. Okay, and that that's who I'm picking, is the Mariners. I see so much 2014 Royals in this team. I see it. Oh, I do too. I see it. That's why I want them to win. I I like this team. Young, fun superstars. Um, and they do have, at this point, I was worried about them necessarily with pitching, but Logan Gilbert has become a very solid pitcher, and also they traded for Luis Castillo at the deadline. He's been an important acquisition. Um, and, yeah, let's just have some fun with it. Let's get the Mariners out of the American League. Um I actually do have a question for you guys. Uh, how does it – in the first round, does everybody play, or is it just the worst division winner and the two wild cards? And the three worst division cards? winner and the three wild card. Worst, divinner, worst division winner plays the worst wild card team, and then the best and second best wild card teams play each other. And the, the one and two seeds get – they don't play at all. They don't play. They, they're by cool, pretty cool. much. And then the ALDS – and then it goes straight to the NL and ALDS, right? Okay, so everything else is the same. Cool. I'm happy with that, actually. I, the wild it's kind of like the – it's literally the same as the NFL. Yeah, pretty, or how the NFL used to be, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, now let's go to the National League. Um, as we're recording this, the Braves have not clinched the NL East. Um, they will with a win or a Mets loss. So, Maybe. But right now, the team's in as division winners. You've got the Dodgers, by far and away the one seed, 110 wins. You've got the Braves currently as the two seed. The Cardinals as the three seed, as the best wild card. The Mets as the second best wild card. Currently, you have the Padres. And as the last team in, you've got the Phillies. Who do you guys like coming out of a stacked National League? So I like the Mets. Yes, me too. No way. Okay, yeah, well, I, I, I guess I'm going to have to go Normie then. <laughs> I'm going Dodgers. <laughs> Were you going to go Mets? No, no, no. I just, I was maybe hoping that you guys would, like, have different teams. But, like, a fun team. Because it feels like we're just going with the, like, best team. Uh, best two teams. Well, I guess the Braves. But, yeah, I like the Dodgers a lot, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um, I got Dodgers Mariners, and I got Dodgers winning in six. So... I was going to take the Braves, but I said, fuck it. I think the Mets are a really good team this year. Well, they obviously. Are. They are. I don't know. I just, think, I just think the Dodgers blow it once again, you know? It's possible. Unfortunately. This, this is the best Dodgers the only, team, though, that I've ever seen. This is the best baseball team I've ever watched. They still have to finish, it, but I've never seen a team this good. I really don't want the Cardinals, Dodgers, yeah. Mets. I'd be cool with the Braves, I guess. Um, I want to see I the Braves. I kind of hate Steve Cohen. I kind of yeah. Want I hate him because we hate him because we ain't him. <laughs> uh, but like yeah, him. I like uh, just looking around. Yeah, Phillies would be cool. 
They first time they've made the playoffs in eleven years. Um, that, that would be a bad story. And then Padres, I guess. I don't know. Padres, I feel like don't get talked about at all, but it's just because of how dominant the Dodgers are. Yep. Yeah. No, the Padres. Well, Antatis is like a hype machine, and since he's not there, everyone's yeah. acting like the Padres don't exist. Um, yeah. Do we have our it's crazy? Our, how Josh, do you by chance have our preseason MLB predictions anywhere? No. No. Okay. Oh wait. I actually yeah. might. I, I mean, might I have. We posted them to Twitter, but I don't know if. No, I never posted them. Oh, you've never posted them. Well. Um. It, here we go. MLB awards. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, we never. We for some odd reason we never predicted the World Series or anything. Okay. Who do we have as MVP? Uh, John had Mike Trout, Jackson. You had Aaron Judge. I had Vladdy. Holy shit! Oh, I Jackson got it. Had Aaron Judge. I got it. What the hell? John, you had Freddie Freeman. Jackson had Juan Soto. I had Trey Turner. Nobody got that. Probably. Everybody. We we all three had Bobby Witt. We not we did not get that. Um. Then for the NL rookie of the year, we had the rookie from for the Cubs. I had uh, the Suzuki. Suzuki. Yeah, no. yeah. Or I had Hunter Green. That's because he was the only rookie in the National League I'd ever heard of. Uh, John, for AL Cy Young, had Zach Greinke. I, Jackson had Noah Syndergaard. I had Lucas Giolito. NL Cy Young, Cy Young Those Award. Those all three John were had, horrible. Yeah, John had Max Scherzer. Jackson had Cindy. Uh, I, I fucking got that one right, too. And then I had Jack Flaherty. Holy shit. I got that one right, too. For a little bitch. God, thank God I brought this back up. Was that all we did? Yeah. Like I said, we didn't predict the World Series. Okay. Well, I definitely I don't know have why. the AL MVP. And I'm like 90% sure I got the NL Cy Young. So, I'm way better at this than NFL award predictions. So, let's go. Dude, and that podcast was like the most low effort thing we've ever done. I remember that. I was like... Okay. I remember us all just being like, whenever we got to AL Rookie of the Year, just were like, yeah, Bobby, next. <laughs> yeah, no one wanted to be there. Yeah, but but yeah, wow! Finally, something competent. Um, okay, well, I'm excited to watch the playoffs. It's the best time of year for baseball. Uh, regular season is boring if it's not your own team being good. So now, finally, uh, I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to um, how the new playoffs look uh, in a non. Dude, I forgot that starts in like four Friday. days. Friday, yeah. Cardinals hosts somebody on Friday. They don't have the bracket yet, but. They will. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, let's go ahead and move on into some college football. Um, rather not. Rather not. <laughs> it has to be talked about. It has to. Nope. It really hey, doesn't. come on. Come on. Let's, it has let's, to be talked let's... about. Um, Mizzou, man, probably the most proud I've been of that team since Elijah Drinkwitz got here. Um, they... Took the t- they did take an L. They lost to Georgia 26-22. But, I mean, wow. It's hard to leave that game and not feel a little bit more optimistic than you did going in. Yeah. No, that doesn't happen by complete mistake. Yeah. Um, like, at the end of the day, it, it sucks that we lost. And I heard a lot of, like, why couldn't we have just gotten blown out? But it's like no. going into the week, if we could have told you that we would be up up 10 in the we were up 13 quarter. at one point we were up 10 in the yeah. fourth quarter and in the fourth quarter yeah um yeah man it hurts and i mean i do have a 
if there's any criticism I have to have, why did we throw three bombs in yeah. a row yeah. when we got like the whole game? We'd been a little more methodical with our offense, and we just got a little trigger happy there. Um, yeah, that was rough. But at the end of the day, man, it's it was a good. It was the most fun game I've been to uh, in my in pretty much any game I've ever been to at Mizzou. Actually, my entire life. Um, that was that was a fun one. Um, and even though we couldn't get the win, it at least gives me hope that we will beat three SEC teams this year. We'll see, but I believe it can happen. Um, and I think that maybe there's a direction we're heading in that is positive. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I. You go ahead, Josh. Still don't know how to feel about the game. I think about it every day. <laughs> As in like three days, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm look, about like, every three days. Look, like one thing is undeniable is the defense has been figured out for the most part. Like the Auburn game, they were nails. This game versus Georgia, man, you just notice it watching. They're so quick compared to previous Mizzou defenses. These guys are coming up and flashing at the ball at the line of scrimmage. As in last year, and you know maybe even the year before. It just felt like they were slow, always a step behind. Um, and look, Mizzou, while they did not win this game, you know how they always say, you know, uh, you know, you win the battle, not the war. Or you win, how's it go, win the war battle. Same ship, just one way or the other. Um, that's kind of what happened. Like, there's no recruit that looked at that and thought like, oh, I, I don't want to go to Mizzou. Right? Like, if, oh, that was fun. If, if anybody was interested, any of the recruits that were there, which there were some really good recruits there, there's no way they left that game and thought, I would never go here. Like, the atmosphere was as good as it's been at Mizzou since probably Gary oh, yeah. Pinkle. Like, uh-huh. And it was just like, that's how this team... It's frustrating more than anything, not that we lost that game, but that we're capable of playing that well, and we haven't. Like, if it's in, crazy to think that... Three weeks earlier than that game, we got beat forty to twelve by K State. How did that same team? Say, man, but we we could be four and one. We really could. We could be top fifteen. Then we talk about this literally, and I, I I would say this with the Georgia game. A lot of me felt like Chiefs Alex Smith watching that, where it was like, if we had a difference making quarterback, we would win this game, but we don't. That's how I felt, and I, you hope it's Sam Horn, but you and you don't know, but. I know it's not Brady Cook. Yep. And look, but I think for now, Brady Cook can give us at least something for this year. We'll see, man. I, I am, I am at least happy that the game gave me a reason to be excited for the rest of the Mizzou. I will also say this. If we had Taylor Beatty, I think we win. Oh yeah. I mean, look, we don't have a great running game this year compared to, you know, what we've been spoiled with. Um, I do want to say though, man, if they don't transfer, which it can be a big if, but if Dominique Lovett and Luther Burden both come back next year, man, that, that's gonna be that's gonna be nice because Dominique Lovett has stepped up as a really really good playmaker. So also Mookie Cooper had a nice game as well. Um, Very. So you, you're excited about some of these guys. They're 11 point underdogs this week at Florida. I think that's absurd. I don't think it should be that. Big. I think it should be like six, five, set eleven yeah. is crazy. Yeah, uh, uh, I think 11 is pretty high. I think that we have a chance this weekend. I, I, I do too. Like, I mean, 
think Florida's a vulnerable team. And look, I mean, Georgia obviously made a couple of mistakes that gave us a disproportionate effect on them. But the fact that our offense could actually move the ball against their defense and the fact that our defense largely kept their offense in check for the majority of the game up until yeah. the end there. Um, I, I think that we have a chance. I think we absolutely do. Um, and look, beating Florida isn't something that we've never done before. No. Um, so why not? Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I just, and you, you think about that, the Georgia game, Josh, I think about if they don't just have a catastrophe versus Auburn, think about the position you're in. And I tweeted this, think about the position you're in. If they did not just collapse versus Auburn, you're three and two, you have a road win at Auburn. And you just took number one to the wire. Think about how much different that sounds and feels than being two and three, no SEC wins. Oh, I agree, one thousand percent. It's like, and it was so. This is me off. It's like it was so like it should be that way. That's how it should be. Is this team should be three and two? We say they could be four and one, but they should be three and two. And you know they're not obviously moral victories. I know that's a loser thing to say and a loser thing to, you know, do, but fuck it. I'll take a moral victory from this Georgia loss. As much as it hurt to lose the game, it felt really good to, you know, put number one up to the test. Give them the hardest, uh, honestly, give them the hardest game anyone has given them other than Alabama in the last two years. Think about that. Mizzou. Gave them the hardest game they've had in the last two years. That was not Alabama. Yeah, I mean you're not lying. I mean that speaks for itself. I mean, look, it's, this Georgia team's probably uh, fuck probably they're not as good as last year's Georgia team, but still, this Georgia team beat Oregon forty nine to three, and we just took them to the wire. So there's a lot to be excited about. Yep, hundred percent. Shall we get into Mister D Ford of the week? Yeah. All right. Who wants to go oh, first? I already I don't have, have one. I claimed mine last week. On Saturday, I claimed mine. Iowa State special teams. Holy shit. Specifically, Iowa State's kicker. I was sadly in Lawrence on Saturday when this went down. And this guy missed not one, not two, but three fucking field goals to lose the Cyclones the game. And they ended up losing by three points. The last two were within 35 yards. Um, In the last one, I mean, poor guy just fucking shanked it. Um, But then after that, all the KU fans, like, went crazy and thought, like, they were so great when they really just, like, had an Indianapolis Colts-ass win. So, uh, Also, KU fans got it. Y'all got I'll I'll make KU fans D4 of the week. Stop rushing the field. You guys are actually good now. You can't ironically rush the field. You got to look like you've been here before. Yeah. I, look, I'm not going to go too hard into you because it was more pathetic when you did it when you sucked. But now that you're good, you got to know what an actual good win is. Look, Iowa State is not a field rush. No, if never, ever, ever. If Iowa State has anything but a one next to their name, do not rush the field. No, Don't do it. This week, if they rush the field versus fucking TCU. Are they going to rush the field every game and make it, like, their tradition? Like, it's so Like, wacky. I know I know it's TCU. I know it's a ranked opponent. But, come on. Like, you can't – you're ranked now. Like, like you said, John, 
you don't just rush the field to rush the field. If Georgia beats number, if Mizzou beats number one Georgia, you rush the field. You know, yeah. and, and before Kansas was just a team that you know you never expected to beat anybody. So if they did, yeah, fine, go ahead. Uh, but now I agree. You know, like act. You know, obviously we can say act like you've been there, but they haven't. The last time KU was ranked was two thousand eight. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's frustrating to watch from an outside perspective because. I mean, my goodness, Kansas has not lost a sporting event since, like, fucking February. Yep, yep, it's crazy. It's messed up. Do you have a D4 of the week, Josh? I do. It's marriages. R.I.P. Tom Brady and Giselle. Yes, 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 yes. Is it, is it wrong to cheer for that? I don't know. I really don't feel I don't feel bad about it. I, I mean, does that make me a Tom shitty person? Tom Brady's an android. I don't think he really cares. Yeah, I don't sure think Brady cares either. I'll tell you what, yeah, I'm pretty sure he- Tom Brady is also finessing in this situation because Giselle is worth more than him. So yeah, she's gonna be paying child. She's support. gonna be paying him child support. Um, this dude just does not fucking lose in life. I I don't know what else to say, but yeah, that, that's interesting. Um. You know that that's something that I've heard people talk about, and they've talked about how you know has that affect his affected his play a little bit. And certainly, you'd have to think that he's not playing as focused football as he has in the past right now. Oh, I'll go as far to say that I don't think Tom Brady's affected by marital issues. <laughs> well, that's why reportedly he missed two weeks of training camp. All right. Unless it was I the masked singer. Was like... Unless it was the masked singer. And when he takes that mask off on the mask singer and it's like, surprise! Giselle and I are staying together! <laughs> well, no, they hired a uh, divorce yeah, lawyer Yeah, they both today. hired divorce, divorce lawyers. Um, so, yeah, Brady. Did you guys... I, I might be a dumbass for this. Did you guys know Brady has a kid with another woman than Giselle? Has his own kid? I did not know that. Yeah, has his own kid with another woman. Um, Brady does. Yes. Yeah, and they were married. They were married. I did not know this until today. What was her fucking name? I I had this up earlier today. Tom Brady, Bridget, Moy, Moynihan, Moin, Moin. I don't know how to say her fucking last name. Um, they like split, and then three months later, like it came out that she was pregnant. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think did they ever get married. Trying to see, it, I don't know. They never got married. They just dated, but he knocked her up. So yeah, I did, that, that was. Oh, just and he was like, "Give me that." Oh, I, I, I just saw that today, and I was oh, like, dang. "I was like, what the fuck is?" It? I was like, "I thought he had all of his kids with Giselle." Um, but you yeah, know, now Tom Brady's probably gonna play till he's fucking ninety. Um, and there's no debate that he retired. And then this isn't his last year. I don't think at all. Like, I, I don't, I don't see this as his last year one bit. I think he perfectly, I think he's perfectly capable of playing another year. Well, now why, would, has... well, now why would it be your last year? You know, earlier it was like, you know, um, like, well, Giselle and the kids and the family. Well, the kids are like teenagers now and Giselle's getting a divorce with you. So like, why would you quit? Other than, like, you just, like, physically hurting at this point. But it doesn't seem like he is. I don't know, dude. Um, and quite frankly, uh, I 
I think he's going to play. I don't think he's going to like go out on top. You know, he's going to keep playing until he looks like shit. That's what everyone ends up doing. Nobody can when go was the out last on time? top. Nobody can. No, when was the last time a player didn't play till they looked like shit? Never. Peyton Manning when he retired and won well, the Peyton Super Bowl. Peyton Manning looked like shit. Peyton Manning looked like absolute shit. I mean, he that, was terrible. People forget we had actual conversations about Brock Osweiler starting that Super Bowl instead of Peyton Manning because like that's how bad it got. And Brock Osweiler got a contract from someone just because the rest of that Broncos team made him look not terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, at the quarterback position, man, they don't know when to hang it up. More times than not, uh, like big, in all sports too. Like, I mean, Michael big Jordan ben, had to come back. Drew Brees. Also, I guess Philip Rivers didn't go out horrible, but um, he was definitely like done. Too. But you like look at like Matt fucking Ryan going out terrible. Um, it's just yeah, people don't know when to hang it up, and that's tough. It is tough to hang it up. Andrew but... Luck went out on top, but it wasn't exactly <laughs> yeah. like he also went out at twenty eight. <laughs> but yeah, um, he went out at the peak. It's just true. Um, yeah, he got yeah. absolutely cooked by. Patrick what do you mean the last <laughs> game? The last him to beat Andrew Luck, the Chiefs. You guys remember, yeah. and this could be the last thing we talk about. Do you guys remember that Andrew Luck account on Twitter that? was like voyage or like it was like andrew luck from long ago and it was like he would tweet as like a, a pilgrim or some shit what right. you guys never saw this no. okay well i'm sure somebody listening will have seen this uh, and i'm gonna send it to you too after the podcast but it, it i was sad when he retired because that account like had to obviously stop tweeting but yeah i'll send it to you I'll never forget Jackson and I were doing a podcast live when it happened. And we, we were, man. It was it was crazy, and you didn't even believe me. You were like, "This was back when we were doing YouTube." And I, I'm not kidding you, John, and I'm not kidding you to any of our listeners. Uh, that day, like th- that, like five minute spurt where Josh retitled the YouTube uh, live stream, Andrew Luck retires. How many viewers did we get, Josh? Like, like two hundred and thirty-eight yeah, at one we, point. We went from like having four to like that in like a snap, and it was like that, that was still one of my favorite. Three, three clicks. It wasn't click, dude. Either. I remember. I remember when it happened, and I just yeah, the people I announced it to, they were like, no, it's like yeah, it's like he just fucking retired. Like yeah, I I read that and I was like on my phone and I like a hundred times checked it to make sure it wasn't Barry. And then I like finally like realized it was Schefter, and I was just like, I'm sure we still have that somewhere. We can post that on our Twitter one day. Uh, but yeah, Probably. good times, good times. That, that was was that that was three years ago. Wow, crazy. All right, but that's that's all for primetime Kansas City this week. Anything you guys want to add before we sign up? We should have known he was going to retire when he only scored three points against Bob Sutton in his last game. Did he only score three? Like. We beat him thirty-one to thirteen. Okay, when he only scored thirteen, but I don't know. terrible. I'm pretty sure they scored like off a block punt or some shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah so whatever. Uh, but yeah, we'll see y'all next week. See ya.